Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the book of Acts, and we're in the fifth chapter. Look at the first verse. Listen to this. But a man named Ananias. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. But a man named Ananias. Now, anytime you read Scripture, let me really encourage you not to just jump in. If it starts with the word but, <laughs> what does that tell us? Yeah, that tells us that something occurred before. Okay, something has happened. There's a context right here that we need to understand. Well, we've seen the context from the previous episode or two. Remember what happened at the end of the fourth chapter that the, uh, uh, the, the believers had everything in common? They were selling things to meet the need of one another. Remember that? And at the very end of the fourth chapter, it's really and what we call an unfortunate chapter division here. Because really the last two verses of chapter four would fit better. Listen to this. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement, and who owned a tract of land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property. So let me stop there. That's the first verse of chapter 5. So you see how it flows. The, the, the thought, the idea is right out of what had just happened with Barnabas. Okay? So Ananias and his wife Sapphira, they sold a piece of property. Verse 2. And they kept back some of the price for himself with his wife's full knowledge and bringing a portion of it he laid it at the apostles' feet. So what happened here? Ananias and Sapphira, they owned some property. And they sold the property. They kept back some of the price for themselves. And some of the proceeds that they had got from that, they kept for themselves. And it's, he did that, and the wife knew all about it. As a matter of fact, the word, Greek word actually means collusion. That, that thing with the wife's full knowledge is like, well, she knew about it. No, collusion's a little more. And they planned it together. And they bring a portion of it, and they laid it at the apostles' feet. Okay? So is there anything wrong with this? Well, not really, except that word collusion is a little distressing, is it not? Well, let's see what else happens. Verse 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land? Whoa. So the Spirit enabled Peter to see through what was going on, and he just called him on it to his face and said, Why has Satan? And he tells us what the, who did it. Satan has done this, and you've agreed with Satan, and he's filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land. So what was the lie? Well, apparently what was going on was uh, they were trying to emulate what Barnabas had done. And so they were acting like they had brought the full price. Well, how do we know that? Peter clarifies it in the very next verse, verse 4. Peter says this, While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? In other words, you owned the land. 
So it was your own. And after it was sold, was it not under your control? In other words, you, you could deal with the proceeds and do what you wanted to do with the proceeds. If you want to give some here, some there, if you want to keep it all to yourself, that's fine. Peter continues, why is it that you have conceived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. So they were putting on a show, folks. They wanted everybody to think that they were giving it all, and they were sacrificing and giving everything. They thought they were just lying to men. But Peter says, no, when you're acting this way, behaving this way, you are lying to God. Peter says, you could have come and said, hey, I sold some property, and I want to share part of it with y'all. And that would have been totally fine. But they wouldn't have got all the glory from man. The glory they thought that they were going to get by giving it all, selling everything and giving it to them. Well, what's the outcome of this? Well, you likely know already because you've probably heard this account before. Verse 5. And as he heard these words, Ananias fell down and breathed his last. He dropped dead, folks. And great fear came over all who heard of it. To which I say, you reckon? <laughs> you know? That you're confronted with your sin and you're declared and the sin is declared before you and you hear it and you drop dead. Verse six, the young men got up and covered him up. And after carrying, carrying him out, they buried him uh, in that society at that time where you were. You didn't let the body lay around for three days. You went out, and you buried him immediately. But there's more to the story. Verse seven. Now there elapsed an interval of about three hours. Notice how the scripture tells us how much time it was. And his wife, Sapphira, came in not knowing what had happened. And Peter responded to her, tell me whether you sold the land for such and such a price. And she said, yes, that was the price. Then Peter said to her, why is it that you have agreed together to put the spirit of the Lord to the test? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out as well. And immediately she fell at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Verse 11, last verse. And great fear came over the whole church, and over all who heard of these things. Well, again, I say, you reckon? You think so? That there's a great fear, a great reverence, a great awe, a great understanding that you do not lie to God, a great understanding that you don't put the spirit of the Lord to the test? Now, people come back and say, well, the Lord was just doing this to, to purify his church in the early church and to show how that you don't do this kind of stuff and how serious he is about the body of Christ, but that he doesn't really do this kind of thing today. Oh, you don't think so? God is abundant in grace. God is abundant in mercy. God is abundant in second chances. Can we not all testify of that? But sometimes enough is enough. I can actually point to a couple instances in my life where I believe that the Lord did this kind of thing, okay? Where he took somebody, shall we say, early, for lack of a better term, okay? Uh, because of what they were doing, and it was causing harm to the body of Christ. Now, 
these two instances, I think they're still believers. There's debate over this. Were Ananias and Sapphira, were they still believers? You know what? I think they probably were. I think they probably were believers. I think they had sinned before God. I don't know. I could be wrong. They could have been not, you know, and God was purging them out of the body. Could have been. It could be that. I don't know. But I do know this, that the Lord is serious about his relationship with his body, corporately and as individuals. Do not lie to the Lord. Do not put the spirit of the Lord to the test. Do not do this in thinking you're going to ingratiate yourself to mankind and make yourself look good. Give heed to this example, folks. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.